In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Welcome to Live from America. You're locked and loaded right here on this Thursday, July 14th, year of our Lord, 2022. And I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from within the cage and the Granite State, the live free or die Granite State in New Hampshire. And it's an honor to be here with you guys every single day. Thank you very much. You may be wondering why I have a cage as my background. Well, ladies and gentlemen, because we are in for the fight of our lives. That is why. Every single day you wake up, you have to understand that that armor of God needs to be put on, and you need to show your faith. You need to be ready to jump out of that bed, smile that you're alive, thank God that you're alive, pray for the day, and then get out there, spread the faith, spread the gospel, and make sure that you are a soldier of God, wearing the armor of God to protect this nation, to protect your loved ones, to protect your traditions, to protect the culture, to protect the word of God, and to protect this great country that we call the United States of America. So are you ready to get in the cage every day? When you wake up and you put on your armor of God and you get out in your car or you walk to work or you ride your bike because gas is so terrible or uh, or whatever it is, you fe- you should feel like you're walking down that uh, walking down that that aisle to the cage and getting in for the fight of your life because you never know what you're up against and the devil is waiting around the corner like a lion, like a hungry lion to devour you every second 
of every day. So let's get in the cage and let's be ready to fight for God, okay? There, I was going to do a cold open video this morning, which I'm still going to do, but I really wanted to, uh, to, to kind of give you a, uh, a description of what you're about to see, okay? What you're about to see is Chris Cuomo. Now, this came out a couple days ago. I haven't talked about it yet, but today I figured, you know what, better time, or it's, it's better uh, to do it uh, late than never. Uh, Chris Cuomo cosplaying in Ukraine as an independent reporter, and I'll put that in quotes, an independent reporter. Now, you have seen Ben Berkwam on the border. You've seen Ben Berkwam in his own cage fighting for America. You've seen the, uh, the risk that Ben Berkwam takes. You've seen the danger that Ben Berkwam is in every single day. You see the coyotes. You see the trails. You see the hideouts and the lookout points of the cartels. Heck, when I was with Ben, we saw the cartel on the other side of the Rio Grande River with guns holding them up, waving them at us. So you've seen the danger that Ben Berkwam puts himself in when he is on our very own southern border. I didn't see that same danger for Chris Cuomo while he was cosplaying. <laughs> and that's what it was. He was cosplaying in Ukraine. You guys got to check this out. Here is an independent uh, reporter because he was fired, uh, like his disgraced brother, Chris, Qu- Chris Cuomo, cosplaying in what seems to be just training facilities. Doesn't even seem to be a war zone. What a loser this guy is. Check it out. Situated on the side of this building um, because the artillery has been passing along here on the other side of it. Oh, really? And literally, <laughs> they are standing where they are because it's safe. And if they step out, <laughs> they have to worry about something hitting and exploding like that hole right there. That is Look the at him. Of this what world. an idiot. <laughs> this comes from his Instagram page, as you can see, sourced at the top. Oh, look at that beautiful day. What a beautiful sunny day, huh? Several days ago. How come you're not putting yourself out there on the front lines there? Artillery rounds. You know what that looks like? That looks like Detroit. <laughs> that looks like uh, that looks like a Democrat-run city. That looks like Chicago. You'd be in more danger in in Lori Lightfoot's Chicago than you would be walking right there. This kind of distance. That's a foxhole. That's a foxhole. Thank you. Kind of distance under shelling, so that if one hits. Not everybody gets hit. Oh, okay. Well, I don't hear anybody Maybe. getting <laughs> get hit from anything. Reality. Maybe from some nice weather, some wind. Look at how beautiful it is. Yes. So anyway, it kind of just goes on like this for a while. Chris Cuomo just walking around with his hat tilted sideways, looking like an idiot. And I was watching that video last night, and I was literally calling him an idiot. And my kids are like, hey, Dad, why do you call people idiot? Is it kind of rude? I said, yeah, it is. It's, it's very rude. Hold on. Let's go back to some of this video before we get into this. They're also shooting into these trees. Risking his life. Quite often using mortars. What are they looking at? Especially at night, they're just looking into... The Ukrainian grain issue and how they can't export right now. So this is like a lot of grain that was harvested. And then the Russians destroyed this. 
And the soldiers say their motto is, if they can't have it, nobody can. If they can't have it, nobody can. The Russians did it. The Russians destroyed this. Like I said, it looks worse in Chicago right now than it does in Ukraine. So anyway, my kid said, isn't it rude to call somebody an idiot? I said, yes, it is. It is very rude. It is. And sometimes I just can't help myself. The guy's an idiot. He looks like an idiot. He did idiotic things. And so my daughter says, Dad, what is the definition of an idiot? What's the definition of an idiot? I said, well, that's a, you know, that's a very, that's a very good question. What is the definition of an idiot? That's a very good question. And I, uh, I, uh, so I looked it up for her and, uh, I want to, <laughs> if you, if I can just real quick, I want to, uh, I want to read to you what I read to her. So let's, let's go to the de- let, I'm going to do this real time definition of an idiot. Okay. And I said, well, there's a lot of ways to explain an idiot, but an idiot is somebody who does idiotic things. And I said, the best way for me to tell you what Chris Cuomo is, is just by reading these words that you can also use in place of an idiot in case the word idiot is a little too offensive, you know, to use. Okay. So you can call an idiot. A fool, a halfwit, a nincompoop, a dunce, a dolt, an ignoramus, a cretin, an imbecile, a dullard, a moron, a simpleton, a clod, a dope, a ninny, a chump, a dimwit, a ninwit, a goon, a dumbo, a dummy, a dumb dumb, a dumbbell, a loon, a jackass, a bonehead, a fathead, a numbskull, a blockhead, a dunderhead, a chucklehead, a knucklehead, a muttonhead, a thickhead, a woodenhead, an airhead, a pinhead, a lame brain, a pea brain, a bird brain, a zombie, a jerk, a nerd, a dipstick, a donkey, a noodle, a nit, a twit, a numpty, a cl- a plot, a prat, a pillock, a git, a divvy, a twerp, a charlie, a mug, a balloon, a gawk, a schmuck, a bozo, a boob, a lamer, a turkey, a schlepper, a chowderhead, a dumbhead, a dumb, you know what, a goofball, a goof, a goofus, a galoot, a dork, a lummox, a klutz, a putz, a schlimo, a sap, a gink, a cluck, a clunk, a ding dong, a ding bat, a wiener, a weenie, a dip, a simp, a spud, a coot, a palooka, a poop, a squarehead, a yo-yo, a dingleberry, a wing nut, a numb nuts, a dill, an alec, a gala, or a bogan, poon, tomfoolery, naughty, nut, a logglehead, spoony, mooncalf, knobblehead. Those are all words that I would use to describe Chris Cuomo and anybody else who is a CNN reject or is nicknamed Fredo. <laughs> that is an idiot. And that is a definition of Chris Cuomo. Look, I'm, I, I'm, I'm just saying that out of fun guys. And my children were right. We probably shouldn't call people idiots, but come on, how can you not with the subject matter? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to give you an, um, an update on rumble. Uh, this morning we were two and three on the rumble board. Both of our shows every day are breaking the top 10. And that's only because you guys are going over there, following the live from America page, giving it that rumble, giving it that boxing glove or that plus sign, depending if you're on your laptop or your, or your, uh, mobile device. And we're killing it because of the action of the LFA family. So thank you all very much for what you do and putting so much effort toward making live from America the number one show on Rumble. Of course, we've got a long ways to go before we catch Mr. Dan Bongino. He's got kind of got that on lockdown right now, but we're right on his heels. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, oh, by the way, somebody asked, what did your kids do? They laughed. <laughs> they laughed. Maybe we need to go to the Lord. Maybe I need the Lord right now more than, uh, more than you know. Put your money where your mouth is. Put your money where your mouth is. That is what I titled this morning's verse of the day, and I'd like to read that for you if I could. Hebrews 11.32 
through 34. I kind of, uh, I, I messed up and put Hebrews 2 on some of the emails. I apologize. It's Hebrews 11, 32 through 34. I could go on and on, but I've run out of time. There are so many more. Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, the prophets, through acts of faith. Listen to me closely, folks. This verse is important. Through acts of faith, they toppled kingdoms, made justice work, and took the promises for themselves. They were protected from lions, fires, and sword thrusts, turned disadvantage into advantage, won battles, and rooted out alien armies. Sound like what we're doing right now? Taking back this country, making America great again? I know I'm thinking very, very, uh, you know, very small when it comes to God word, God's word, you know, comparing it to what we're going on, what's going on here in America, but sometimes that's just the way I feel. Stop thinking of faith as a noun. Think of faith more like a verb. Something that can be put into action. Now, this LFA family knows all about action. It's why we can compete on a large scale with a lot smaller of an audience. It's because we are all about action. Action equals faith, and faith equals action. Faith isn't something that we can bottle up and put on display for our friends. Faith is something that is inherently always trying to get out. Your Holy Spirit is always active and wants you to be active as well. Whether that is having the faith to spread the gospel in public or even pray in public and have no fear or guilt or embarrassment because people are watching you. They are watching you because their faith is trying to come out as well. Look at, it, look at it as a badge of honor when people stare at you. The question is, well, will you let it? Will you let it out? Faith is something that you can't wait to get up in the morning and implement into your daily life. You can't wait to show it off. Faith is like when you get a new car or when you go to the salon and you, and, and you can't wait for people to see your new look. You're just like a kid every morning wanting to get out of the house during the summer break to show your friends your new bike or something that you made or found. Faith is all about action, action, action. And so is this LFA family. Let's topple this evil new world order plan. Let's make justice work again like it says in the verse. Let's take back God's promise stolen from us by these evil politicians and let's do it all with the armor of God, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Let's now go to the Lord in prayer. Please, ladies and gentlemen, remove your hats if you are wearing one, and let's go to the Lord all as one live from America family here watching from Real America's Voice News and around the world. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I don't know about you guys, but when I know that I'm wearing that breastplate of righteousness, when I'm wearing that uh, that helmet of salvation, when I know that I am in God's grace doing the Lord's work, fighting for God, then ladies and gentlemen, it puts a smile on my face and I understand that no weapon, no weapon formed against me will ever prosper. Are you in the cage? Huh? Are you ready for this bout? Are you ready for the fight? Then stand with me. Right here on LFA, we'll be right back with more Live from America right after this. 
And again, folks, for all you that are watching live, today's show is only going to be one show. I know that's a little weird. That's why we're doing the commercial breaks. This show is recorded for Real America's Voice News tonight. Uh, We had an event come up that I have to go to. Uh, Myself and my producer are going. It is a Republican meet and greet fundraiser event for the state reps and others. And um, I, I didn't have to make it, but I figured I should make it. So instead, ladies and gentlemen, instead of having one show tomorrow like we're supposed to have, we're going to have two shows tomorrow. Two shows tomorrow, one show today. So don't worry, we're going to make up for it. But I would appreciate if you guys could all do me a big favor right now. You know I ask every day, we got to get those Rumble numbers up, all right? If we want Rumble to, comp- uh, to continue their partnership with us and to continue their growth with us and put us on display like that, then we need to show them what we're all about. We need the Rumbles up and we need the views up. I'd like to say happy birthday, if I could right now, to Angel and, hold on, hold on, I got two birthdays here, Larry Knipp, Larry Knipp, Deb, and Angel, wow, there's a lot of birthdays today, Angel Girl, Deb, Bargain Queen, and Larry, wow, all right, let's try it, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, dear Angel Girl, Deb, Bargain Queen, Larry Knipp, and everybody else, Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to all of you. You have my prayers and you have my birthday wishes going out to you that you have the most incredible day in the world. And folks, please, 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 please remember Rumble Rants coming in. Help us stay afloat, especially since monthly donations are down so very much. So any and all help is appreciated. Let's go over to uh, Getter real quick. And say hello to our Getter family, who's loud and proud and live over there holding it down on Getter. We've got Pamela Hernandez. How you doing, girl? Good to see you. Happy birthday to everybody, she says. Snapdragons is in the building. Heidi, how you doing? Good to see you. Thank you for joining in. Rosemary on Getter. Bev1958 is watching on Getter as well. Dree's Monkey and Lovebug, both watching on Getter. They say happy birthday to everybody as well. Couple more here. Miguel Ortiz is watching, and Terry is also watching on Getter. I love my Rumble family. I love my Getter family. But you want to know what's crazy? At the end of the show, they both get about the same amount of viewers. I think we got a little competition going on here. A little friendly competition going on here. Getter versus Rumble. Which side of the LFA family is going to come out on top? I love friendly competition. Let's keep it going, and let's get back to the first and foremost section of the day. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen, here on Real America's Voice News. I'm Jeremy Harrell, and this is LFA TV on our AV TV. Thank you very much for allowing me to do this show with you guys every single day, and thank you for tuning in and sharing if you're on social media, because sharing is caring. The first and foremost section, I want to kind of piggyback or something that I asked you all to do last night, and I'm never going to ask you to do something that I won't do myself. And I'd like to show you exactly what that is right now. If you remember, we were talking about standing up and having your voice heard as an American for Title IX, which is protecting girls from boys peeing in their bathroom, which is protecting boys from being indoctrinated that they're girls and thinking they could go into the girls' bathroom. You need to voice your opinion, and you need to do it now. Yesterday I told you that the link was in yesterday's show, in the description on Rumble. I have put that link again 
in today's Rumble description. So you have no excuse as to not be able to copy it and jump over there and do exactly what I'm about to show you right now. Ladies and gentlemen, if you go to that link, this is where it will bring you. The Federal Register, the Daily Journal of the United States Government. It is a government website. I'm going to ask you to please not be afraid to sign your name to your opinion. You are an American. If you say something, stand by it. And do not put it in there anonymously. Let them know who you are. I'm so-and-so from this state, and I adamantly oppose your disgusting Title IX amendments to allow boys' and girls' bathrooms and to destroy our culture and our nature. Let's uh, show you what I wrote here. By the way, when you go to this website, you'll you'll go right here. It'll ask you if you want to put in a public comment. You now have 59 days to do this. When that happens, it says you are submitting an official comment right now. Okay? Then you put in your comment right here. I'll let you read what I wrote. I said, my name is Jeremy Harrell, and I am a resident of the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, and I put that in capital letters so they understood how serious I am. I am opposed to your changes with Title IX for many reasons, but most of all, for the protection of both boys and girls in our public schools. You keep saying that we need to respect the rights of these children. I said of these kids, excuse me. Well, then practice what you preach. You are ruining our very standards and morals of our society given to us by God by claiming that you are protecting children. That is a lie, and, and it is your agenda. Leave our children alone. There are two genders, according to science, which you claim to believe in, male and female. Leave it at that. Know your role and do your job that we employ and pay you to do. God bless. And then it asks you, what is your comment? And it gives you a big list of things. I put individual. Then it asks you to put in your email. I did so. Then it says, ask for your first name and your last name. You have to check one of these boxes right here, individual, organization, or anonymous. Reach down here. Say, I read and understand the statement above. Boom. Submit comment. Thank you. Your comment has been submitted by regulations.gov for review by the Department of Education. It even gives you a comment tracking number. Ladies and gentlemen, we can do this by the tens of thousands into the millions. Share this. Share this show. Share this link and let's be about action. Amen. All right, folks, we're going to move on. We don't have a lot of time today. Uh, this And uh, I got to make sure that I get through everything. So we're going to move from one thing to another. Yeah, the last two days, we have really seen them ramp up their desperation and their desperate attempts to continue to be able to kill babies at a national level, okay? They threatened hospitals to pull their Medicare status, which would literally cripple them financially, even if they are in a state that has legally banned abortions, this is what they're trying to do. They're trying to force compliance. They're trying to force control. They're being tyrannical. And at this point, and at this juncture, in our United States of America, the Constitution actually gives us a remedy for the crap that's going on right now. But I digress. I will move on. Because now, folks, the White House, the Democrats, and the Biden administration, Captain Corn Pop himself, and the puppets that reach their hand up his rear end and work, work his mouth like a dummy, are now threatening pharmacists who will not fill baby-killing prescriptions. They told you they were going to come at you, and they're coming at you hard. This is what they do. Joe Biden's Department of Health and Human Services issued guidance yesterday reminding pharmacists of an alleged legal obligation to fulfill abortion pills regardless of state laws and restrictions. In the newly released guidance, 
HHS said that pharmacists who receive Medicare or Medicaid funding are prohibited by federal non-discrimination laws from discriminating based on sex. The directive noted that this includes supplying prescribed medications or determining the uh, suitability of prescribed medications for patients, specifically pregnant women. Let's call it what it is. Stop talking about medications and prescribed and rights. Call it like it is. You want to kill babies and you want to force your federal hand in doing so. And if that means crippling hospitals and if that means crippling pharmaceutical companies to do so, you will do so. So let's put it on blast, folks. Let's put it on blast. Let's let the world know what the federal government is trying to do by impeding on state rights. Remember, federal government, you get your power from the states. Know your role. Do your job. Shut your mouth. It is not up to you. So I call on all states who have abortion bans or baby killing restrictions to step up and figure out a way to uh, help subsidize these companies, at least for a temporary time being, while the federal government pulls their... Let's call their bluff. Let's call their bluff and let's add it to the uh, mounting reasons why you should not vote Democrat. Whether you are a Democrat or whether you're an independent or whether you're an I don't know. I'm just here floating around. Register today as a Republican and stop this overreach from Democrats. The federal government has no power when it comes to states or people and we need to continue to let the world know that. We do not live in a democracy. We live in a constitutional republic. Amen? Fight back, stop it, and understand that the federal government is trying to bankrupt your hospitals and your doctors and your pharmaceutical companies by literally threatening to defund them. So let's go have it. Let's have it. Let's have it. Let's call their bluff. Defund us. Defund us. And I call on states. And I call on governors like Ron DeSantis, like Governor Greg Abbott, like future governors, uh, uh, Mastriano and Carrie Lake, like these Republican governors. Youngkin, I call on you as well. Stand up and figure out how you can help these people stand up to the federal government and just say no. Just say no. And folks, if you wanted any more reason, any more reason to believe me that this federal government and the Department of uh, uh, all departments, actually, every single swamp uh, corrupted department who is working for the Democrats in the White House, in the Senate, and in the House right now. If you needed any more reason to understand that all they care about is murder, 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 babies and control, well, the House Judiciary Committee, Democrats, voted unanimously yesterday to block a measure that would have increased penalties for child sex traffickers. They have a wide open border for sex trafficking. We are the number one sex traffic and human trafficking country in the world because of Democrats. They don't want to penalize or hold these people accountable who are the culprits of it, like the cartel, like the people Ben is fighting, and they want to kill babies. Democrats and the House Judiciary Committee blocked a measure that would have increased the criminal punishment for child sex traffickers. Of course they did. The amendment, which was introduced this month by Texas Representative Chip Roy, a beast down there in Texas, would have lengthened the minimum sentencing for those who have been convicted of trafficking children by force, fraud, or coercion. And it would raise the minimum punishment from, uh, from 10 to 15 years as a minimum uh, of 15 to 20 years, depending on the offense. Now, the crazy thing about this, folks, is this Republican bill was not filled with pork. This Republican bill was not filled with garbage and money for lobbyists and things like that. It was straightforward. Raise 
the minimum offense for these child sex traffickers and the, de- the Democrats unanimously, that means all together, voted against it. That should tell you everything you need to know about this disgusting Democrat party. That should tell you everything you need to know about how they are pedo, um, pedophiles, and they are sympathizers to those people who want to hurt children because they want to murder children. And when your standards are murdering and dismembering babies for money, then why would you stand up to child sex traffickers? We'll be right back with more Live from America right after this. Share the video and let's go. All I'm doing, ladies and gentlemen, is letting you know that we are in the fight of our lives, and that is why I have that cage behind me. We're in the fight of our lives And it's not a fight of the flesh. I said this last night. It is the fight of the spirit. And we need to be uh, literally on our toes. We need to be brushed up on all of our defenses and our offenses. We need to understand that we are fighting a war that is nonstop. It doesn't go to bed when you do. Remember that. It does not go to bed when you do. It fights 24-7. Sherry said, Sherry said, had to take a call from my daughter. I'm sure I missed a lot. You did. It's okay. You can go back. Folks, I'd really like to see uh, 4,000 people on Rumble. I need your help. I can't do that from here. That is pushing out the message. It's not about likes and views. It's about staying on top of pushing out the message. That's what we got to remember. And sharing it to your walls does nothing anymore. You literally have to share it individually in your DMs and in your private messages. That's action. That's how we do it. And that's why we stay on top of leaderboards. And when we stay on top of leaderboards, that means more people are hearing the truth and more people are hearing the gospel. That's the entire reason that we do this. You can't beat God. Okay? All right, let's go. Let's come back from this break. Thank you very much for being locked and loaded here on Real America's Voice News, where you get real news, honest views, and not from a suit and tie bobblehead point of view, from a passionate, red, white, and blue-blooded American, just like you are. Amen? And I told the people during the commercial break, this is not a spite, uh, a fight, excuse me, of the flesh. We talked about this last night. This is a fight of the spirit, and you have to be brushed up on all of your fighting tactics as we go to war in this cage, in this octagon. We also talked about crime yesterday. Crime being a crisis of its own. You have an economic crisis. You have an energy crisis. You have a border crisis. You have a mental illness crisis. And you have a crime crisis under Democrats. Again, this is not under Joe Biden. This is under Democrat policy. Yesterday, we talked about these destructive Democrats and how Starbucks was now going to close locations in multiple cities due to massive crime waves, not due to the inflation, which is bad enough, not due to people not being able to find workers, which is an actual reality, but due to crime in the same cities that are calling to defund the police. And it's not just limited to Starbucks. 7-Eleven is also experiencing the same stuff. And now 7-Eleven gas stations are recommending that all of their stores close in the Los Angeles area due to recent deadly robberies. And you want to know the funny thing about that? Who is the sheriff of Los Angeles? 
That's right, Sheriff Villanueva. What is the Los Angeles City Council voting on to do right now? Fire him. Why are they voting to fire him? Not because crime is running rampant, because they have his hands tied behind his back and he can't fight crime and the things that he can fight, like COVID and COVID restrictions and people going after regular everyday citizens, he stands up for them and that's why they want him gone. 7-Eleven has stores around the world. The company is available um, seemingly everywhere when you need a quick stop. Now, unfortunately, because of recent deadly robberies in their stores, their leadership is recommending shutting down their stores in the Los Angeles area while police find the killers. 7-Eleven is an iconic American gas station and quick stop. Its stores are seemingly everywhere from U.S. to Asia. 7-Eleven is in every single corner of the world. Unfortunately, these stores won't be open for, uh, for long in the Los Angeles area, and the Daily Caller reports that they are actually planning to shut down multiple, multiple stores, and it doesn't end there. They are also internally looking at other crime-ridden stores or crime-ridden cities to also close their stores, whether it be temporarily or permanent, and do you know what the common denominator is in each one of these cities? Democrats. Democrats, Democrats, Democrats. Look, I'm a Republican. I'm a new Republican. I'm not a GOP Republican. I'm a very biased person when it comes to what laws we should abide by and what restrictions we should have in this country. And there aren't very many. A lot of it is, is, is personal freedom. But what I'm talking about is the restriction to push your agenda on everybody else and take their freedoms away. Okay. And I am standing up as an American to tell other Americans, not as a Republican, but as an American father of five, you cannot continue to vote Democrat. You can't. Look at the country. Look at your own household. Look at your own communities. And look at the common denominator. And have the common sense, free thinking ability to just be able to stop for a second. Stop regurgitating CNN. Stop regurgitating Jeremy Harrell. Start thinking as a a free-thinking American as to what the problem is in America and what the common denominator is. Set your pride aside and understand that the common denominator is Democrat policies. And if they're not willing to address this, if they're willing to continue to keep going, Based on their agenda, then you as a free-thinking American, whether you agree with Republicans or not, have to go, I cannot let my country continue to go down this path. If so, we are going to look like Sri Lanka, Greece, and ultimately Venezuela within a decade. I'm not lying. I'm not trying to fear monger here. Within a decade. And speaking of Democrat policy and Democrat ignorance, and we told you what the definition of an idiot was, In many different ways in the beginning of this show, I would like to focus on another dum-dum who will get the dum-dum award of the day today. But before we do that, we have to focus on AOC. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is the perfect example of winning an elected seat in the U.S. Congress based on a popularity contest pushed by Democrats. This woman is unskilled. This woman is unqualified, 
and she is unwilling to get there. She only wants to continue to push her TikTok videos and her Instagram videos full of ignorance. But yesterday was a good day as this comedian, this troll, this heckler who has showed up at Beto O'Rourke rallies, who has shown up at Bernie rallies. Well, his latest victim of trolling and heckling happens to be AOC. As AOC herself admits to the Capitol Police letting in the January 6th protesters because she was trolled and heckled into running her mouth. She couldn't stop, and she actually told on herself, and she told on the Capitol City Police, and she told on the January 6th committee, and she basically let it all out as what really happened on January 6th. But let me first get to why she was, go, uh, she was baited into saying what she said, and that was from this iconic guy right here. Now, I don't. I don't condone what he said to a woman. But because she's a public politician and because the White House said just last week it is okay in a public setting to let these people know how you feel, well, I have to say, big shout out to this guy for trolling her enough to open up her mouth and admit to something that the Democrats do not want out. Check this out. See, my favorite big booty Latina. I love you, AOC. You're my favorite. She wants to kill babies, but she's still beautiful. You look very beautiful in that dress. You look very sexy. Look at that booty on AOC. That's my favorite big booty Latina. <laughs> I love it. My favorite AOC. Nice to meet you, AOC. Look how sexy she looks in that dress. <laughs> Woo, I love it, AOC. Hot, hot, hot like a tamale. <laughs> and, you know, he was only taking cues from Jill Biden there when he said, hot, hot, hot like a tamale, right? It's okay. I mean, if what's good for the goose is good for the gander politically, right? Maybe not morally, but politically. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that prompted AOC to get very, very upset. Okay, that prompted AOC to get very upset, and she came out that evening, and he was still there, and she said this. And we're, I'm supposed to sit here and pretend like none of that ever happened, and then right afterwards, you have a massive, you know, you just have this idea that throwing money oh, at hold that on, problem, hold on, let's start it over. These insurrectionists. Like Antifa? And that there were actual officers working with this, and we never got to the bottom of that, and we never got any answers about that, and then to this day, we're just supposed to pretend that that never happened. Antifa? I have no idea what happened to the people on the inside who were very clearly sympathetic with what was going on and opening the doors wide open for that. And we're, I'm supposed to sit here and pretend like none of that ever happened. And then right afterwards, you have a massive, you know, you just have this idea that throwing money at that problem is going to make it go away without any buildings. accountability. <laughs> and so this is, this is where these things are breaking down. We're not safe. And it's not just about members of Congress not being safe. The Black food staff matter. workers aren't safe. The Black janitors aren't safe. Like, we need to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. So that's all I got to say. What about Antifa? Thank you, Congresswoman. Let's get to the bottom of it. Antifa, please. I love the way he's like, we could burn some buildings. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> what about getting to the bottom of Antifa? But in that video, she admitted that the Capitol Police opened the doors, and she doesn't know why. That the Capitol Police, she's trashing them. And she's literally linking them to the insurrectionists and why she doesn't feel safe. Maybe the reason you don't feel safe is because you think everybody just wants to... She says, 
I'm not safe because all these Republicans just want to have sex with me and I won't have sex with them so they don't like me. Anyway, she goes on later that evening on her uh, social media where she loves to, uh, you know, spout her ignorance and this is what she said. I think the thing that was so crazy about that incident is not even that it happened, (laughs) but that it happened on the Capitol steps right in front of a Capitol police officer. And this dude was engaged, like this wasn't about a political opinion protest or anything like that he was engaged in very clearly sexually threatening aggressive behavior (laughs) right in front on the capitol steps in front of an officer and he wasn't even asked to take a step back like this officer was just cool with it (laughs) he wasn't even asked to stop you know his freedom of speech this officer didn't stop his you know first amendment right of freedom of speech. He was just cool with it. And this this sexually charged stuff, like, it wasn't even political. He was just catcalling me. Like, he just wants to have sex with me. Like, I just don't even understand it. This cop was just cool with him expressing his First Amendment right. He didn't touch me or anything. Ugh, he just want to have sex with me. They just want to have sex with me. All these Republicans. Like, that guy didn't even do anything about it. Oh, oh, he didn't do anything about it. (laughs) But you know what? She loves it. You're right. Somebody said she loves it. You're 100% right. You want to know how she loves it? Because she went back there and she had to go like this and say, hey, little selfie for the video with her stupid mask on. She loves the attention. That's the only reason she's there for absolutely loves the attention <laughs> she has she's a know nothing um she's an airhead she wishes how dare you <laughs> hey where's my thing where's my uh where's my how dare you soundbite i love that soundbite it's like literally my favorite soundbite we have there it is how dare you how dare you <laughs> anyway here we go Ladies and gentlemen, AOC, Airhead OC herself. Yep, everybody just loves her. Everybody wants her. We didn't give it to her because we ran out of time, but I'd like to give it to her now if we could. Let's go ahead and give AOC. She hasn't had it in a while. Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. The sexually charged thing. He was just so sexual. He just wanted me. He just wanted me. And instead of ignoring him and walk up the steps, I had to just come back and be like, uh, uh, for your video, uh, look at me in my mask. And then go back later on that night and be like, oh, it was just so, uh, it was just so devastating. I'm just all the sexual innuendos and I'm just so hot. And uh, can I make you a drink or something? <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, earlier, I, uh, I gave you the definition of what an idiot is. Insert Captain Corn Pop. Yes, illegitimate Joey Applesauce himself is the very definition of idiot. Why? Well, yesterday, not only did he call the Holocaust an honor, I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, they got to keep the uh, got to keep the memories and the honor alive of the Holocaust. Really? Really there, Joe? You got to keep the honor of the Holocaust alive? Yeah, cool. Good job. The gaff of all gaffs, right? Anyway, while he was overseas, 
He was asked about uh, the Middle East, and he was asked about the United States' role in the Middle East. And I am not even going to... I, 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 there's no other way to sugarcoat this, guys. This, I mean, these people come out and lie every day. This is an outright lie. And we know this is an outright lie without even having to fact check it because Donald Trump got nominated for, what, three or four Nobel Peace Prizes because of his peace policy of the Middle East? Biden yesterday absurdly claims that the Trump, Trump administration walked away from the Middle East on foreign policy in an interview with an Israeli outlet. I mean, you have to be literally, a, you have to be straight stupid. You have to be stuck on stupid and brainwashed to think that the Trump, Trump administration walked away from the Middle East when he was nominated for like four Nobel Peace Prizes on, for actually doing something, not like Obama. Check this out. And there are those who thought with the last administration we sort of walked away from the Middle East, that we were going to create a vacuum that China and or Russia would fill. Mm -hmm. And we can't let that happen. That we, he walked away from the pe people in the Middle East and that, that he left a void for somebody like China or Russia to fill? You just sent China ton millions of barrels of oil from our strategic reserve. Your son is literally still in bed with China, making money with CCP firms right now. You have personally made money from Russia through Ukraine, and we've proved it. Not just by manufacturing a hoax and saying Russia, Russia, Russia. Nominated for multiple Nobel Peace Prizes. He walked away from the Middle East. I bet you the people in the Middle East are sitting there like, what are you talking about? The man didn't walk away from the Middle East. He did such a good job. He was nominated for Peace Prizes, Nobel Peace Prizes from people in the Middle East. I bet Joey Applesauce can't say the same. I bet he can't say the same. Definition of idiot, right there. Lying to the American people when even Democrats know that that's a lie. That's Joey Applesauce, though, folks. Another dumb move that Joe is told to make by the people that are actually running this country is the switch and the transition from fossil fuels and gas and oil and fracking to the green energy project, the Green New Deal. What's happening because of that? Well, gas prices are through the roof. We know that. That's causing inflation to go through the roof. We know that. That's causing the price of everything to go through the roof. We know that. That's causing people to be put out of work. We know that. It's causing people to literally, uh, during this energy crisis, we can't even, the windmills aren't even working. The very Green New Deal uh, tools that they're putting out there in order to start transitioning from one source to another are failing. Look at the windmills. Look at the wind turbines in Texas, literally not producing any energy because of no wind right now. We're in an energy crisis. They're asking you not to turn on your air conditioners. They're asking you not to turn on your lights. They're asking you to use two hours less of electricity a day. And then they're telling you to go out and forcing you to buy an electric car for $60,000. But guess what, folks? Electric cars are now being targeted 
for overloading the electric grids during our energy crisis. So the very same thing that they want you to go out there and buy is now they're, be, they're looking at it saying, wait, wait a minute, these electric cars, they're overloading our energy grids. Tesla has asked owners in Texas not to charge their cars during the heat wave to help avoid blackouts and overloading the state's failing power grid. But wait a minute. What about those people that were duped and forced or indoctrinated or brainwashed into buying an electric car because they thought it was going to save the ozone? What are they supposed to do now? How are they supposed to get to work? Walk? Carpool? Is that $70,000 electric car just going to sit in their garage because they can't charge it? I don't even know what to say. The alert comes as the Electric Reliability Reliability Council of Texas, ERCOT, called on residents to conserve energy. They have asked the state's residents to refrain from using electricity from appliances and more to stop the grid from being pushed to near emergency conditions. And in doing so, you need to stop charging your electric car. Well, how about that? How about that? Tesla stepped up to help the state with a new in-car alert to owners in the state, encouraging them not to charge during peak hours. Well, there you go. There you go. Do you know what that's going to do? That's going to slow down the economy even more. People aren't going to be able to get to work, and if they do get to work, they're not going to be able to use that electricity in their car to go out and do things after work, you know, like spend money, leisure, entertainment. I've said it time and time and time and time again. If you wanted to destroy this country, The best way to do it is to do exactly what the Biden administration is doing, which is exactly what the Obama administration tried to do prior to 2016. The blue book, the blueprint, the playbook, I should say, to destroy the United States of America is just by doing the same exact things that the Biden administration is doing right now. That's scary, folks. That's scary. So if you want some advice, don't go out and buy an electric car. Don't do that. Spend your money on, you know, things that you can actually use. Unbelievable. Go out and buy an electric car. Don't charge it. Energy crisis. Why is there an energy crisis? Well, because we stopped producing. Why did we stop producing? Well, because it's hurting America. Well, aren't we hurting now? Well, yeah. Well, (laughs) stupid. Idiot. Do you need me to go back through the list again? Nincompoop, nimwit, numbnuts, I will. Drill, baby, drill. Oh, and while you're at it, you want to spend your money with places that actually matter? You want to spend your money with companies that actually matter? Then visit jeremyherald.com and go to the America Strong Business Directory. Let's go there now. Let's see how many businesses we have. 406 American Strong Businesses. 406 companies across these beautiful United States, conservative owned, patriotically owned, help them go through there. You can filter out. You can search by location. You can search by category. Looking for something to buy? Don't jump on Amazon. Go to jeremyherald.com and go to the America Strong Business page and check it out now. And while you're there, look at all the new summer items we have. We the People Men's Tank Tops. Uh, Pledge of Allegiance tank tops, freedom, women's tank tops. She is fearless, 
Psalms tank tops, We the People women's tank tops, and much, much more. It goes on and on. Visit JeremyHarrell.com. You can scroll down to the bottom of the page. You can see all of our partners, MyPillow.com, Brave American. You can listen to our podcast. Sign up for a free Bible. And ladies and gentlemen, listen to great MAGA music and sign up for the Revolution Newsletter. Like that cage implies behind me, we are in a fight. We are in a revolution for America. Question is, will you join the revolution? Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is Live from America. I am Jeremy Harrell, and we will be right back right after this. Please stay tuned. Thank you very much. Somebody said, can you put direct sales companies in there? You can put whatever you want. You can put whatever you want in there. If you run a little business, put it in there. What is the discount code for donors? Well, I can't say that out loud. If I say that out loud, then everybody will know it. Everybody will know it. How about this? I'll put it in a... How do I, say, how do, I do that? How do I do that? Well, how about this? You're all donors today. The discount code is freedom. There you go. Pretty easy, right? Freedom. That's your discount code. Everybody's a donor today. How about that? Since we since you made some good rumble rants this morning and we can keep Eli employed, everybody's a donor today. <laughs> let's uh let's come back from this commercial break and get into this next uh story and then close out the show strong, okay? Where is that other story? I know I had another story in here. There it is, right there. There it is, that's that other story. Okay, here we go. Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. Thank you very much for uh, staying here tonight with me. Uh, It's been a great show, a funny show. It's always full of uh, substantive information and ways for you to get involved and uh, be a warrior for God, wearing the armor of God. Uh, Before we get to the end, folks, I want to tell you that 19 attorneys general have joined a lawsuit filing a brief with the Supreme Court to stop the DHS failed immigration policy. Unfortunately, this group of 19 attorneys general is led by Attorney General from Arizona, Michelangelo Brnovich, which I don't trust any further than I can throw Rosie O'Donnell. However, let's get into the story real quick. A coalition of attorneys general from 19 states led by Mark Burnovich has filed an amicus brief with the Supreme Court that supports the right of Texas and Louisiana to oppose the federal government's permanent guidance on immigration policy. The policy handed down by the DHS pauses nearly all arrests and deportations, even for illegal immigrants convicted of crimes. The federal government's plan would intentionally and uh, substantially Uh, Increase illegal immigration when border crossings are already at an unprecedented level, Brnovich says. Instead of seeking solutions, the Biden administration is attempting to further inflame the crisis. The coalition argues that the volume of unlawful immigration in the last 17 months has soared to levels unseen in the United States in decades, resulting in uh, equally unprecedented burdens on the United States. Hey, Mark Brnovich, numbnuts, why don't you urge your idiot Democrat, or might as well call him a Democrat, Doug, uh, Doug Ducey, your governor, to declare an invasion at the southern border and stop being a coward rhino wimp. How about that? Maybe you'd get more done by doing that. Anyway, did have to highlight the fact that 19 attorneys general have signed up for that. And 
And ladies and gentlemen, we have to touch on this before we end tonight. Trump returns to the swamp for the first time since the end of his presidency that he walked away from, even though he was legitimately elected, to deliver keynote address to a policy summit. Trump is set to return July 26th. Isn't it weird that it's, we hear about this in the wake of seeing Gavin Newsom show up in the swamp yesterday? Trump is set to return to uh, July 26th to headline an event in Washington, D.C. for America First Policy Institute. Trump will later this month return to D.C. for the first time since leaving D.C., according to the news report today. Trump is set to return on July 26th. He would deliver the keynote address on the second day of the group's policy summit, which will include panel discussions and presentations by top Republican leaders, including former Trump administration officials and new members of Congress. What we need to do, folks, is do the exact same thing that Candace Taylor did last night. We need to pray for President Trump. We need to pray in every corner of D.C. If you're there, drive around D.C. and pray in preparation for President Trump to come there. If you're not in D.C., pray around the world for an armor of God to be put around President Trump as he walks back into the swamp. Just going there for a summit is not the thing we need to focus on. What we need to focus on is President Trump being the tip of the spear in this armor of God to go back and truly drain the swamp, walking into, bringing his presence, his ultra-maga king presence back into the swamp. We need to pray for restoration over that uh, our, our capital. We need to pray for healing over our capital. We need to pray that President Trump brings an angel, an army of angels with him into D.C. and the mere presence of good, the mere presence of the tear, the tip of the spear of the armor of God in D.C. will cause them to crumble, will cause the desperation to spew from their mouths even more. We need to pray that President Donald J. Trump's, uh, Trump brings the Holy Spirit with him back into the swamp and gets those boots shaken, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. Well, folks, that's going to do it for us here on Live from America. Remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Remember, folks, to keep a smile on your face, keep your families close, and keep spreading that gospel. It's very, very important. I will see you tomorrow for more Live from America. God bless each and every one of you. Peace out.